Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your book. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, Vice President of the Author Incubator, Jen McRobbie. Well, hello, everybody. It is February 9th, 2017, and I am calling from the author castle today because we had another book launch where we launched 11 more books into the world. So I'm so excited to introduce you to today's author. As you know, on Book Journeys Radio, we speak to accomplished authors who've gone from having an idea for a book to a finished book and who are out making a difference in the world. And today's author, Kayla Berg, not only went through a personal transformation while writing her book, but she's now bringing that transformation to women all over the world. So her name is Kayla Berg. She's a career and life coach. Her book is titled Frazzled to Free, The Soulful Mama's Guide to Finding Meaningful Work. Welcome, Kayla. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is wonderful. I'm so happy to have you on the show, Um, especially because, as you know, or as you might recall, um, red carpet launch days can be sort of frazzling, right? (laughs) Oh, yes. I remember mine very well. (laughs) So... So can you explain to the listeners how, if they're caught up still in the excitement from watching the launch live, um, how, what is Frazzled to Free and who are your people? Who, who is Frazzled to Free written for? Frazzled to Free is written for moms who are, uh, they've outgrown their careers after having kids. Mm. There's something that they did before that's just not working for them for a variety of reasons, whether it's the expense of childcare or they were working in something soul crushing beforehand, and they find that now they have far less time to themselves to recharge and regenerate after that kind of work. So they want something to mm. And amongst others, there's a whole bunch of other other reasons why um, they'd be looking for other work. But for the most part, they're they're moms. They've outgrown their careers, and they're Looking for something different. Mm. How do you bring something different into your life when it's already so full, though? When you have a family and, you know, you're caring for all the people in your family and, you know, you might be working or maybe you left your job. How do you create change in an environment that feels like it's so repetitive at times? Very, very carefully and deliberately. (laughs) Sometimes slowly. But yeah, very, it has to be the right thing. And I found that when I was looking, when I was in this situation, and I was looking for something different and new that would, that would help support the vision I had for my life with a family, that a lot of the information out there kind of just screams ideas at you. But right. there's not a lot of really kind of getting to know what, you, what your gifts are, what you're good at, what you want to do. And when you're in that mm. space of having ideas thrown at you all the time, it's really hard to get still. It's really hard to figure out what it is that you want to be doing in this world, what's right for you. And so right. there's adding the element of very careful, very slow, very deliberate seeking 
and looking and meeting your soul and figuring out who it is that you are now that you're a mom. That often changes. And yes. <laughs> what it is that you, that you want in this world. So, yeah, that's kind of what it's about. It's kind of how you do it. Even slowly. Like, even listening, yeah, even listening to you explain it, Kayla, is like making me feel more calm. I love that. <laughs> it's like you have a <laughs> handle on it. But how did you come to this idea, uh, other than just through your personal experience? Did you have you coached other people through this process? Or are you in the process of of building a practice? Like, what what's happening now that you've discovered this key to finding meaning, meaningful work? I do. I do coach. Um, I have a program where we work through, slowly sorting through the noise. Um, I work with a mom for that that extra piece to the puzzle that's not out there when you Google things like jobs for moms or or whatever it is that you're <laughs> to Google. But, but yeah, there is. I do have a coaching practice. Oh, great! You know, I <laughs> when you said. Googling jobs for moms, and my husband can tell you this. I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting in the movie theater, which is actually not very often, but you know how they always play the, you know, weird credits beforehand with like the dancing cups and the, you know, French fries where they're trying to get you to buy stuff. At Mm -hmm. the theater that we go to, one of the things that they talk about is jobs and how they're always hiring and they always say it's a great job for moms and it incenses me every time I see it (laughs) because because I think what you know is there something particular about moms that means they'd be great in a movie theater like I don't understand and it just makes me think of what you're saying about how people are always shouting ideas and you know plans and things that they think are good for you but how do you go about yeah how do you go about helping someone find out what it, finding out for themselves what is good for them oh we meet their souls we go deep oh. we go deep deep <laughs> we dig down to find out what's what's really under there what are what are the gifts that they have and what they like oh my goodness i have a a whole list a whole section on on what they what they love and another probably even bigger list on what they don't love. Like that's another big clue is what don't you love? Like what do you, what drives you crazy? What are you wanting to get away from? And it's kind of at that intersection of what your soul wants for you and what you so don't want in this world and what you so do want in this world. And it kind of mm. answers kind of more clear. That, that makes so much sense because sometimes I, I have two kids and they're 10 and almost seven now. And I feel like there are not very many times in my life since I became a mother where someone asked me what I wanted. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. That's another piece of the puzzle is learning how to put yourself on, if not the front burner with your family, um, ahead of your family, at least on the same line where your needs are just as important as everybody else's. And you get to discover what what is it that I want you know like I'm caring for this family I've got all of the obligations and all of that extra work that moms seem to take on that no one really talks about like the buying the birthday <laughs> gifts the organizing who gets to go to the dentist when the right almost seamless kind of pieces that that moms and, and a lot of women take on to 
really figure out what it is that um, they have that piece. They have those extra pieces. So when you are figuring out how to get yourself at least on the same same line as the rest of your family, that takes a little bit of deliberate action and, and care to, and, and self-care, self-care involved with that as well. No, I think, it, I mean, that, that phrase deliberate action, that, that sits very solidly with me. That makes so much sense. But but speaking about all of the you know varied things you have in your life and that are going on in your life, how did you come to wanting to write a book about this process? You know, I actually followed my soul into becoming an author. <laughs> oh yay! Um, that makes me so happy. Had written, I know it's like following my own medicine. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but Angela had put out a post about um, offering a program to write a book and I'd been following her like here and there. I, like I, I knew who she was and, and she said, right. basically you've got like here, I'm doing this thing like apply and, and, you know, even if you don't have a book idea completely solid, then, you know, do it anyway. And so I did, I was like, Oh, all right, this sounds intriguing. So I love that. Book, and in the process of doing that, I met this deep, dormant part of me, the the part of me that even when I was eight years old, I would sit at a desk and go to write a novel. And of course, at eight years old, there's no, there's no discipline. I wasn't actually going to write a novel. But <laughs> that, that piece of me had gotten so long buried that I'd forgotten about it. But even just following that nudge to apply to write that book, uh, woke it up. And next thing I know, here I am talking to you with a, wow. with a book written and another one that I want to write. And Oh, that's yeah, so that's good. Awesome. What's the next book yeah. on then? You have to tell us. Is it going to uh-huh. be another nonfiction or is it fiction? What are you planning? Planning another nonfiction first and then a fiction one. I'm not too Ooh, sure on the fiction exciting. but the, the nonfiction one's going to be uh, another deep dive into the soul. and um, Not too sure what it'll focus on yet. Relationships maybe. There's a lot of sticky things with relationships okay. and your mom as well. Yes. Yes, relationships. Yeah. I mean, really, your life is so full of relationships when you're a mom. It's almost like you can't separate yourself from the relationships. No, no, you cannot. <laughs> relationships right. get complicated. Marriage gets yeah. a little bit more complicated. You've got the demands of little ones taking so much of your time. Yes, that definitely sounds like something that needs some deep soul diving. I love that. <laughs> hmm. So we know why you picked the topic, and we know that you followed your soul to writing the book, but did you find it hard to actually sit down and write, or was it easy because you had sort of followed all the clues here? It was both. Um, Mm. It was hard in that there's, in order to become a person who writes a book, you've got to, you've got to change, you've got to figure some things out. I mean, there was the challenges of me being a mom and the kids needing things and sick kids. And, oh, I can't even remember all of the things that happened. We were trying to move at the time and you know, we had listings oh, and people trying to come through our house and um, like all of that stuff. So that's, that's what was hard was, is for me was to carve out some of that, that time. But what right. was easy was when I actually sat down to, to do it with the process that, that Angela has and, it was it was easy 
like looking back on it, I mean, there was hard parts, but like, it was it was easy to go from from that to here. It wow, was, I love was, hearing that. Yeah, yeah that, that actually was, that pleases me to no end. That that it that it ended up feeling easy. It feels felt it feels it felt oh my goodness, it felt like something that you were gonna do, and you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. It was I was going to do it. I was always going to write a book, and this this process made it so much easier and faster. Mm-hmm. And great. Yes, all did of you that have stuff. any times? Did you have any times though where you experienced writer's block, where you like sat down and you're and you're thinking, "There's no way I'm going to get anything on the page today." Oh yes, I mean I have a <laughs> I have a two year old, so it was oh boy, not the world's best sleeper. So there were times where I'd be coming to my my computer at my desk and I would have three and a half hours of sleep under my belt, and I'd be like, "No, oh, I'm writing." Goodness. And then it'd be like, nope, nope, I'm not. That's not happening today. So how do you deal with, because that's kind of stressful, stressful when you're, you know, our our program is pretty um, directive in that you have very little free time. You know, you're always doing like the next step of your book. So how do you deal with the stress of of life intervening? Self-care. Um, realizing Self-care. that if it's mm. not if it's not coming, if it's not easy, uh, if there's writer's block or if there's three hours of sleep, that maybe the four hour chunk I'd carved off to write or edit or or whatever it is that I had to do, maybe two hours of that needed to be sleep, or mm. even just making myself a salad. I mean, my kids don't eat lettuce or greens that way, so for me <laughs> to have salad, it's like it's like a treat, you know, sit down and have like a nourishing <laughs> meal and and so yeah, like just sitting down and very deliberately choosing how my how my time would go and what would best serve me and what I really needed in that moment to get it done. And sometimes it was just take a nap. Right. I think we so often don't give ourselves permission to do those things though and we we just try to white knuckle our way through it, particularly with a book. You think, Oh well I have all this knowledge in my head. I'm just going to bang it out. But what you're saying is if it feels hard, then maybe you need to take a break from it. Absolutely. Like I went shopping a couple times. <laughs> like, Ooh, um, nice. Yeah. Like, take, <laughs> yes. And like, I don't get to shop either all that often. So kid free without right. little hands grabbing. So, you know, <laughs> I would take myself shopping just for an hour and look at pretty things and then come back and yeah, it doesn't have to be a white knuckle force yourself to get through it experience it can feel it can feel good while you're doing it I mean it doesn't have to be easy but it can feel good right right and that and you know I, I would imagine that that replays right into the processes you use to help moms find this you know their what's calling to their soul is you can really tell when when you're not fully invested in something yep yep I, right I, I, and then yeah, and then what that means. Like, does that mean you need to move on away from it completely, or does it mean that you, you know, take a shopping break and come back to it, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, what is the best thing that's come out of having your own book? 
I think that for me, the best thing to come out of my book is the opportunity it gives me to reach my audience, um, to reach these moms in mm. an uh, easier way. Uh, there's a lot, a lot bigger reach when you have a book. There's there's something that you can present to them that's desirable, that gets their attention and says, oh wait a minute, maybe there is something else, maybe there is right. another way. And there's something about the magic of having written a book, of being an authority on something, of of being able to present to them, look what I sat down and wrote for you. And in your limited free time, 10 minutes at a time, you can read this and, and, and figure out a process for yourself as well. I think what you just said is a real key, and particularly a key for, for our authors. I think Angela really tries to impress this upon them is that, you wrote your book for these moms. You didn't write it. I mean, yes, a little bit is, is for your own, you know, your own self in order to feel your soul and maybe even for ego a little bit. But really this book is for moms. And I wonder if committing yourself to that level of service, does it change who you are after you write a book? Or are you the same Kayla who who signed up for this program? <laughs> oh gosh, no! I am so different. <laughs> it's it's staggering. Like there are so few times in your life when you can look back and go, okay, well that was the moment where things changed and I became a oh. completely And one of them is when you become a mother. So whether you're staring at that little stick or whether you're actually holding the baby in your arms, <laughs> uh, whatever happened for you. But there was that moment where it was a clear line between like non-mother and, you know, having children. And same thing with this book was there was a clear line between old Kayla and Kayla, and new Kayla. So it's changed me. And, like, all through my life, too, it's it's got ripple effects. I'm a lot more confident, um, a lot more clear, um, a lot more able to, to know what I want and to figure out how I'm going to go and get it. I love that. I love that it's had all of these effects in other areas of your life. Like people think that, you know, you write a book and you publish it and then, oh, you know, whoop de doo you go back to regular life. But you're saying that was not the case for you. Oh, goodness, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I kind of wish sometimes it was a lot easier back then. Um, yeah, but right. Now that, uh, but now that I, I have this book and I'm this new person and I'm stepping into this role and, of of helping moms to do the same things in their own lives. I'm I'm noticing that it's rippled out into all areas of my life and yeah, there's just a big big shift, a big change and wow. a big transition. It was a big transition. Did you expect that to happen or has it come as a surprise? It was a little bit shocking. I thought that I would yeah. end up with the book that you said at the end and I would kind of promote it and it would be like that would be the end of it, you know, I'd have this book and right. I'd I'd be the same person just having had written a book. I didn't realize that although it, I mean it is with the soul piece as well, that when I came into that mm-hmm. part of myself, like that that was part of the transformation as well. I was always meant to be a writer and an author and I'd been ignoring that for so long. So mm. like it, yeah, whole whole transformation and it's crazy and awesome and cool all at the same time. Yeah, I, I, I can I can remember 
and, and Angela says this at, at a lot of the red carpet launches, kind of behind the closed doors that, you know, a lot of our listeners don't get to see. But she says to everyone, um, you're now an author and no one can ever take that away from you. And it has such a profound impact to have someone say to you that, you know, you're an author now. And that, that, that's part of your byline, right? Yes. Yes, it's shifted so much to, well, it's, a, it's being an authority, it's it's being an expert in a subject, in a topic, and um, the clarity and confidence it gives you to even just have that, you know, that author, that author title, oh my goodness, like, my ego loves it, my soul loves it, right. <laughs> it's part of right. it. it's like, everything loves it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yep. it's basically a party for, for your brain, right, and <laughs> your heart. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, my goodness! The the launch was was incredible. Just going from having the book go live on Amazon and and being in that space with everybody who also had written a book, um, it was an incredible experience. Probably it was probably in my like top ten like days of my life. Oh yay! I'm gonna pass that along to Angela. That's gonna make her cry. That's. You know, the goal of, of these red carpet launches, it really, and, and I say this to you, Kayla, but also to any of our listeners, that, you know, there's a lot of production that goes behind these things. And so people think, oh, it's just like marketing or whatever. But it's not. It's about truly taking that moment where you can step into being, you are now Kayla Berg, the author. And... Mm-hmm. If you didn't believe it before that red carpet moment, I bet you believed it right at that moment when you were standing there with the lights flashing, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, it was It was probably <laughs> one of the most fun days. Um, oh, definitely, so great. Definitely one of the most fun days, standing there and pretty dressed and that whole experience. That's wonderful. Well, Kayla, if there's another mom or, you know, another person listening to us right now that's thinking to themselves, you know, maybe, maybe my soul is calling me to be an author or a writer. Um, what kind of advice can you give them to, to help them tap into that? Where, where should they start? If they have any kind of inkling or thought or, Excitement, I think it's a tingle. Like there's a tingle involved with it, like a tiny mm. tingle. And if if they're experiencing that at all right now, like just go and do it. Like there's there's no downsides to this, as far as I can tell. Um, like go down that go down that road. Like explore it. It's an adventure. It's like one of the best adventures. I love that. Yeah. If you feel like you're lacking adventure in your life then go ahead, write a book. It'll change your life, right? <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. It is life-changing. And, I mean, it's also it's also a little bit, you know, it's hard sitting down writing. But at the end of the day, when you're done, oh, my goodness, it's amazing. Yeah, the Absolutely. level of the reward, it, it far outweighs the, the work that you put into it, right? Oh, yes, definitely. I think I yeah. cried when I hit submit on that manuscript. I was like, oh, my goodness. <gasps> <laughs> well, actually, and that's something something to to talk about. So, you know, if someone's listening and they're um, they think you know they feel that tingle, they think they want to write a book, but 
but fear is stopping them. How do you overcome that? I mean, I think it's easy for us now as authors to say, you know, just follow it, just go with the flow. But how do you overcome that fear before you become Kayla Berg author? You don't. Um, no, good answer. You, you, it doesn't go away. Like that fear is not going to go anywhere. It's it's almost like your companion in a car with you as you go on your adventure. Fear is going to be there pointing out things all along the way. And the thing that shifted for me was when I made friends with it and was asking it questions. Like I can't remember all the questions or all of the things that fear was telling me <laughs> back then. But um, I, I would ask questions like what what is it that is actually trying to tell me and what's it trying to keep me safe from? And to acknowledge mm. that because fear isn't the enemy. Fear is trying to give you a message. And if you can make friends with it and acknowledge what that message is, then you can move forward together, you know, holding hands with your buddy fear as you go and do it anyway. <laughs> no, and that, that's that's such a brilliant – I love the way you phrase that, Kayla, because it's such a good visual of – walking hand in hand into anything in your life, not just writing a book, but anything that you're feeling called to do, you're going to have to do that hand in hand with your buddy fear, right? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. It stays with you. It doesn't matter how far along you get. Fear is always going to be there. You might as well make friends with it. Right. I mean, might as well start now instead of always running from it when you know it's always going to be there. It's kind of like your shadow, right? It is. It's like your shadow friend. (laughs) Exactly, your shadow friend. Well, Kayla, I'm super sad to say that we are, like, nearing the end of our time. I've had so much fun talking to you. Yeah, this has been fun for me, too. Oh, good. I'm so glad. And, And I want other people who are listening, who, if you are a soulful mama who's looking to find meaningful work, how can they find you? They can find me at Um, They can find me on Facebook. They can search for me on Facebook, Kayla Berg. Um, and, yeah, that's about awesome. it. Or they can even send me an email to info at KaylaBerg.com. Oh, perfect. And please – Go on to Amazon, if you haven't already, and search Frazzled to Free and download Kayla's book now because um, it sounds like there are so many tidbits of wisdom in there, whether you are a mom or not. (laughs) So if there's a mom in your life you think you need to give this to, you can buy it and read it yourself before you give it to her. And no one even has to know that you're not a mom and reading this. So (laughs) go on to Amazon, Frazzled to Free, Kayla Berg. Kayla, thanks again. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun talking with you all. Great. And join me next week when we have another episode of Book Journeys Radio. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.